T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is Danny and Dusty. God's name is going on in here. What was that ruckus? With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the fan man Hera. What ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. Describe the ruckus, sir. And 1080. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horn. The fan. Hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you. We're going to take a pause from uh, Super Bowl 57 conversation. Uh, what a game it was. What a performance by Patrick Mahomes. What a performance by Casey's defense to come up with that one stop, the timely stop that you need in a Super Bowl. They get a three and out. Um, bend, bend, bend. Keep Mahomes having a chance. You get a defensive touchdown. You get the one stop. That's all. That's all Patrick Mahomes needed, man. They bent so much. They even uh, bent Patrick Mahomes' leg again. I, I love, oh God! I thought so. I, I was so hoping he was going to be okay. I mean, because then people would be like, "Go oh, dirty hit." T.J. Edwards. That was a clean hit. It was a great hit. Um, Mahomes, thankfully, okay. Because I did not want to see Chad Henney. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't handle a Henney Super Bowl. Please. Um, but we will dive into that game a little bit more. And your feedback on the new fan text sign, 503-864-6326. If you want a fun way to remember, it's 503-864-6FAN. 6FAN. I don't know I don't know why not 1FAN or 2FAN or 3FAN. It's 6, though. 6FAN. All right. Uh, let's get to the Blazers. Right after our show ended on Friday... And right before Joe Cronin was about to give his 4.30 press conference to discuss all things Trailblazers trade deadline, including uh, bringing in a a few new fresh faces and sending out a couple uh, familiar faces in Josh Hart and Gary Payton II, we found uh, quite the bombshell dropped by Sham Sharanya of The Athletic when... um, Gary Payton II failed this physical, according to the Golden State Warriors, and they called funny business on him. So there's a long timeline to go through, and there's a lot of stuff to go through here. First of all, failing a physical is kind of like this own inflammatory language of its own because you can fail a player for a physical for anything. Yeah. And John Hollinger, who worked with the Memphis Grizzlies, he now is, is a part of The Athletic and, and does podcasts and has been everywhere. He's like, look, that's, the, 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 that's like my biggest fear when I was working in the front office is that a team, like you have a two-team deal, turns into a three-team deal, turns into a four-team deal. You can, the entire thing can unravel because a team can get cold feet and just say they failed the physical. Yeah. And they don't have to say why. Mm-hmm. And they, it, it, he's a hangnail. They can, it can be anything. So this whole idea of, hey, failed a physical. 
like that's this big thing that they were that was pushed in the original article. And the other part about this, this was from Shamshrani and and, and um, uh, Anthony Slater. I want to make sure I get their names wrong when I absolutely drag them here. Um, their original article um, stated that the failed physical and that they were forcing Gary Payton to play against his will and forcing him to come back and <laughs> shooting him up. That is the words they used with Toradol to get him back on the floor. That is such inflammatory and targeted language. I, I When it dropped, uh, Sean Hyken and I were, were at the press conference, wait, sitting down on our phones, reading it as we're waiting for Joe Cronin to walk to the podium. And we're looking at each other going, what the hell is this? And so the Blazers did not know. Yeah. The Blazers were not contacted. So they didn't know that the, the Warriors had failed GP2 on his physical. Nope. And somehow the Athletic got it first. Before the Blazers did. Before the Blazers did and before the league did. Really? Which is really interesting. That No, that is, that's more than noteworthy. That, I think, is a the greater part of the story here is the fact that the framing of it all is how does this even get out to a reporter before the parties involved even know? Which is insane. And, and Hyken at RoseGunReport.com actually has the story this morning uh, getting clarification from a source from the Trailblazers clarifying they did not know when they walked up to the podium. Wow. So that kind of points out right away that this has smear and hit piece written all over it. Okay. Um, now, what is what is false about it then? If Gary Payton the second did not, in fact, because I mean, look, the 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 part that's amazing is you mentioned the the, the wording of using shooting up mm-hmm. Tordal. Uh, there's a lot because he did take Tordal. Yeah, he took Tordal pills, and that is very, orally. Orally, yeah, and, and that is for those that don't don't know, it's very common. Yeah, and not in just in basketball, but across sports. But it's also typically a much less uh, less significant dosage than an injection. Okay. Now there was we'd heard these rumblings of there were there was pressure to get Gary Payton the second back on the floor, but not to a point where they were twisting his arm to try and get him on. Like no, the, it the they, the more the pressure was they need another guard with defensive mentality. That would be the pressure. It not... would be nice to get him on the floor because they're <laughs> struggling in this regard. Chauncey Billups and I, and I noted on Twitter. There's a, a about a four or five tweet thread that covers from October, November, yeah. December. Chauncey Billups repeatedly stating. It's about when Gary's ready. I would never, we would never. Hell, they were down in the bay when Gary got his ring, and he was asked by Kareth Burke, uh, I want to say NBC NBC Sports um, Bay uh, Bay Area, about this. And he said, we would never, I would never, as a former player, never force a guy to play. And we're talking about this being in the NBA in 2023, Mm -hmm. where... This is not a problem. What is an issue is load management, guys resting yes. and, and taking your foot off the gas. We're talking about the same franchise that, as a precaution, was holding Damian Lillard with his calf out longer than he wanted to be out. Against his will. Yusuf Nurkic has is being pulled in and out of the lineup based on his comfort level. With it. We're talking about a team that is trying to make the playoffs that does not have a center because of a calf strain. Justice Winslow is supposed to be out two weeks. He's been out six. <laughs> okay. They have, gone, they have gone out of their way 
And I have been told this from uh, agents and executives around the leagues in their dealings with the Trailblazers and with Joe Cronin, that he is one of, if not the most transparent and forthright GMs that they work with across the league. And that's not that's something that's been told to me over the last two months. Okay, so why 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 is Golden State doing this then? I mean, like, what? This is my question. Why does this come out of nowhere? And why is Golden State all of a sudden throwing this fit? The only thing that I can track here is that the Golden State Warriors physical staff or the, their physical training staff, their their, their med team, yep. is more conservative than the Blazers. Okay, because the. The thing about it is, the Wait, hold on the t- the same team that put Kevin Durant out Kevin there and Durant. had his, his Achilles ruptured and played Gary Payton after a fractured elbow uh, in the playoffs and also played him on the same core injury that he needed surgery repair for. Yeah, that's where I'm going with yeah, this because he got uh-huh. he got his surgery in the off season. Yes, because, that's because it was he, still so bad from playing through the playoffs. Okay, on it. That team, yeah, that team. Okay, that's that's the one I'm going with here. Okay, so yeah, you're you're picking up what I'm putting down. It's right. um, it doesn't add up. Uh, the way it sounds like is that the Warriors were not thrilled about the fact that they had to give up on James Wiseman, uh, in order to save basically eighty million dollars. Uh, they got nothing really in return for him, uh, and they had to pay five second round picks to get GP two back, a guy who they thought they would get back. Huh. It's honestly, it what it sounds like is that the Warriors are petty. That's what it sounds like. Okay. Well, they kind of are. Um, all right. Here is uh, Bob Myers, GM of the Golden State Warriors. Uh, he had a press availability today, and he started off with, uh, what are the usual guidelines for a trade when you're looking at them? As far as what needs to be reported, what is reported, um, there's there's medical disclosures, there's um, conversations, things like that. And uh, without risking specificity in this case, uh, the normal course of business is just to provide whatever's required and, and do that. And um, that's, that's what happens in all the trades, whether NBA or I think other sports too. Huh. Interesting. So uh, John Hollinger, as I mentioned, uh, has a, has uh, an article up about this and he mentioned this on the uh, dunked on podcast that he has, does with Nate Duncan. Uh, this is from the athletic this morning. Uh, as for the nuts and bolts of the dispute between Portland and Golden State, the Warriors have done a much better job in the PR battle. Wink, wink. But it's not clear to me that they're sitting on an ironclad case to receive any further compensation. And that is what everybody believes is, is, was the Warriors' motivation here originally, because when things were originally reported, that the Warriors were trying to receive either some part of that second-round compensation that they gave to the Blazers, the five second-round picks. Yeah. But because the deal went past the trade deadline, the deal it was all or nothing. Yeah. And everybody knew at that point in time the Warriors were going to do it because they were saving $80 million in luxury tax. Okay, and Bob Myers actually talked about that because it seems like one of his gripes is that because of when the trade happened, mm-hmm. they feel the Blazers weren't forthright in, in the ability to amend this deal. Well, I can't talk about him because he's not ours, but what I would say is that um, the trade we made at the time we made it with the information we had was what we thought was the best trade for this team, and that's all we could really do uh, with, with operate when you make any decision, you make it based on the information you have at the time of the decision. And at the time of the decision, we felt like Gary was the best player for us. And as far as what are the other variables, one, I can't. And two, I don't know what it serves to say we would have done X, Y, or Z. We did what we thought was right. Okay. And that's where this, this is where this is important. This is the follow-up here from, from Hollinger. This is before this press conference, but this is what it pertains to. 
The core issue here is the NBA requirement on medical disclosures in trades and whether Portland followed the rules. In trades, teams are required to disclose any injuries a player may have or had. They are not technically required to disclose how those injuries have been treated. As a result, I'm not sure any complaints about Toradol pills will get much traction. At the time of the trade, teams are given access to other teams' electronic medical records for a given player. Everything is online, or is supposed to be. If the Blazers fail to note a legitimate injury here, that would be the glaring issue, and the league could penalize them for that. But uh, Bob Myers, even admittedly so, in his press availability today, he was asked about the fact, did they know that Gary Payton II missed 35 games this year uh, due to lingering issues? And if that rang an alarm bell, Myers' answer to that question is that he said, we looked at the fact he started the night before against our team. I didn't factor in the thought that he'd be out there as long as he will be, or that he'll be out for as long as he will be. And that's the other part of this. They knew he was hurt. Mm -hmm. He started the night before against their team, and they were like, oh, perfect. And then he's saying... Now that he's here, because he started the night before, he now can't play for two to three months? Yeah, that's the interesting thing is that the original reporting, again, the inflammatory language, the shot him up, forced him to play out two to three months. Now the Warriors are going to evaluate him after a month. Okay. Two to three months turned into four weeks like that. Wow. Like that. And, and, And they are just... Every single step, something is changing. Something is being walked back. And I want to drive home the point. The reporting from Slater and Sharania was shoddy, crappy, awful, and terrible. If you went to a big J school with a J and you put this out there and you did this, this is absolute trash. Trash. They have not issued a single retraction. Not one. All they have done is amend and change the article. And all they did with what they're reporting in the first place was throw a medical staff that has no business being wrapped up in this under the bus and do absolute damage to them Hmm. that is just inexplicably crappy. Well, and this will hopefully all be sorted out in the league's investigation of it because there will be a league investigation of it. Yes, and and now there's more to that even. Okay. So as of this morning... Uh, Chris Haynes is reporting that the uh, Warriors have pointed out the Pelicans as a team that the league needs to go take a look at because perhaps they have an issue with last year's trade involving C.J. McCollum and Larry Nance Jr. Okay. And that Larry Nance Jr., there's an injury perhaps not disclosed there. Okay. Because what ended up happening was Larry Nance Jr. ended up needing a surgery later on. Yeah. Do you think if perhaps that the Pelicans thought the Blazers were not operating above the pale, that something would have been done in the last year about that? Yeah, you would think. You would think, right? If they felt like they were wrong, that a player needed a surgery? But, but I mean, like, this is the thing. I, I still don't understand why Port, why Portland is in the crosshairs. I think somebody caught somebody on a bad day. Legitimately. Because yeah, there's nothing weird. in here that you can draw a straight line that, yes, this is it. Uh, there was this straight up, he was, Bob Myers was asked today, did, did the Blazers do anything wrong? Yeah, we got a question in the answer here. But do you feel that they withheld anything from you, the Portland? Well, I'll, I think on that one, Scott, that's another legal thing, and I'm not going to adjudicate that today at, at 11 o'clock here, and it's not productive for me or anybody else. Well, that's the whole, that, po- that's the that's whole, point. The whole point of what you guys are doing, yes. though. 
and you don't and, want to come out and you don't want to say it because you can hide behind sources. They have not been on record for anything. Okay. Anything. The two people that have been on record so far in this entire story, Aaron Goodwin, representation for as the agent for for Gary Payton II and Damian Lillard and Joe Cronin in the press conference. Those are the only two people in this entire saga who have answered any questions about anything on record. And that was the other thing is that we didn't highlight is that Gary Payton II was never given shots to play a game for the Portland Trailblazers. Aaron Goodwin went on with Chris Haynes and clarified that and slammed that athletic article yeah. into the ground. Because, that, I mean, that goes to show you his agent is, is one that is he's wanting to go, it's not me who's putting this out here. Mm-hmm. And two, there's a little bit of frustration with this client that this is even happening. And here's the other part of this. It it is not a small thing for an agent. Look, that is a nasty world. I'll be totally blunt. That is a cutthroat world. It is a massive thing for an agent to come out publicly and attach his name to this. Not sources. That's the point. He attached his name to this and, and absolutely shut down every last bit of that article about Gary Payton II being shot up. All right, here is uh, one other person that's sticking up for Rip City, a former player. He was actually dealt out of town. Josh Hart, after his availability with the Knicks, he stuck around to make sure that he got this point across. No, I just just wanted to say something. Um, It's not about this game, not about uh, the team or anything like that. I just want to say, um, you know, Portland as an organization was great. Joe Cronin's been great. you know, that, that, that organization is nothing but a class act, you know, in the front office and in, in the training room. Um, and I just want to say that, you know, that organization is respectful, a class act, do everything by the book. And um, that's just all I got to say about them. But he doesn't have a dog in the fight anymore. Nope. Unprompted on his own. You know why he did it? Because he saw a medical staff that he spent a lot of time with getting unfairly targeted. Yeah. That's not about millionaires and billionaires fighting over stuff. That's lifer medical personnel, Jeff Clark, Jessica, Jessica Cohen with the trailblazers being put in the targets in the, in the, in the crosshairs unnecessarily. And he went to bat for him because he spent a lot of time with them. Hmm. That is a guy who plays through a ton if, against what the team would like sometimes. All right. 503-250-1080. Um, no, not, or jeez, five zero three eight six four six three two six. That's a two five zero ten eighty. Not the fan text line anymore. Somebody's got their new cell phone number, and they're out there feeling all great about it, and they're going to be like, "What is happening here?" It's I just short circuiting of saying it over. I get over. a lot of fart jokes on this phone. Five zero three eight six four six three two six. That is a fan text line. I really want to hear uh, how how Rip City feels about this. Um, we've heard the Golden State side of it. We have now heard um, what you are hearing, Danny, about this. How does Rip City feel? Danny and Dusty on the fan. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Five zero three two five zero ten eighty. That's the fan text. I'm. Um, you laid it all out there, man. God, I did it again. Five zero three eight six four. It's in your. It's in your blood, dude. Six three two six. Six three two six. Six three two six. I'm in your head, Werder. I need to. <laughs> I need to get. You need to buzz me every time I do that. Get your little shot collar. Yeah. I, ooh, that can make for good. Good radio. Five zero three eight six four six three two six. That's the new fan text line. Maybe a blow dart. A blow dart. He's over here just. <laughs> Are you trying to drug me? <laughs> All right, good radio. Um, yeah, me, me, me passing out, just <laughs> or a, just looking just like you're a thud Hellraiser over here with my <laughs> the pinhead, pinhead or whatever his name yeah. is. All right, um, here we go. Nah, um, we're talking about the Gary Payton the second drama with the Golden State Warriors. Um, we have one that says, I have a couple non-Blazer friends that follow the NBA, and they're telling me Portland looks incompetent and everyone is just waiting for Dame to leave. I don't have much of an argument otherwise. Um, how do you feel about that? Like, is part of, like, is this just a smear campaign against the uh, against the Portland Trailblazers to just, just for the sake of making them look bad? I think it's making them look bad, and, and they, they want their ounce of flesh, their pound of flesh, for something. But why go after the training staff? Like, Jeff Clark has been a, an all-star game been trainer. For 24 years. He's been fantastic for this organization. I have heard nothing. Since they've trained, changed over, like, cha- uh, training staffs over the last couple of years, all I've ever heard is people on this team and around this organization praise the training staff. Yeah. They love them. Yeah. That they were targeted in the way that they were in that article by the, by the Athletic is, it's gross, to be blunt. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. If your issue was disclosure, 
of something, why was the medical staff included? Why wasn't it the Blazers' front office? Yeah. Now it's the Blazers' front office, five days later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, 503-864-6326. Once the league settles, this could, should the Blazers take legal recourse against the athletic on behalf of the medical team? This is not, this not only could have, uh, could have gotten them fired, but affected future employment as well. Libel, slander, I, things dude, of that I nature think gonna be... are almost impossible to prove. Yeah. But I bet you the Blazers um, have some things to say to editors. That's for sure. Yeah. I would I would have a reeling suspicion that um, discussions would have been had. Huh. Um, Gary Payton's quickly closing in on Myers Leonard as the worst Blazer in history. He's not going to get an open arms return at Moda. That is the final game of the regular season if you're circling your can- calendar. Why Myers? Yeah, why is Myers? Raymond Felton. I was going to say, what happened to Raymond Felton? Yeah, Raymond Felton is that guy. Yeah. Raymond Felton is the most hated Blazer. Yeah, like, Myers made a mistake and owned up to it. Well, Raymond no. Felton wanted to fight people. It gave him out his address. You know where I stay. Um, he literally gave out his address. So weird. <laughs> it was right here on the waterfront. Just so, so weird. Um, but that is, the, the return to Moda is April 9th, final game of the regular season. That's when they're hoping to have Gary Payton back by. <laughs> okay. So uh, there may be a reason to go to the final game of the regular season. The Blazers do play the Warriors in just uh, three games. Uh, February 28th. Or the third game back after the All-Star break. Yes. So they got a couple, uh, they got two games here, and then they'll head to the All-Star break. And then at the end of the month, they play down in uh, Golden State where, look, the NBA is going to work swiftly. I I'm, I'm bet we will have a resolution to this by that game at the end of the month. Eh. No? Eh. You don't think so? No. Why? Because it's going to be a deep dig. What Shouldn't it be pretty open and shut, though? Yeah, but the league is a, a bigger oh, fish to God. fry. Um, okay. But I mean the the recourse legal recourse I don't know I don't there's there's no legal do. recourse not in this country yeah the 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 bar for both libel and slander are there's so all you need to yeah. do is basically blow one hole in the argument and the the, the suit is gone yeah um, which is why you get journalism in the place it is right now where it's less about being correct and more about being first and this is this is the whole thing right it was known heading into the All Star break that the Warriors were going to be okay with sitting on a $130 million cap, luxury cap it just for James Wiseman to stay on the roster because they wanted to continue to develop him. That, that was, that was something that was, they were going to be okay with. Mm -hmm. Ultimately they said, okay, we got to pull the ripcord on this. On a number two overall pick. Number two overall pick in, in get him out of here because his development is not going He's as quickly as we we think he will be, and we're going to be in this luxury tax hell forever. One hundred thirty-eight million was one hundred thirty-eight. When it's all him? said and done, what possibly could have gone through? Yeah. But the 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 number of the next two years is eighty. By sending him away, they get cleared yeah. of that, and you get you have the opportunity to bring Gary Payton back. They wanted Gary Payton back no matter what. Um, in the the amazing part is we unravel all of this. Is that are they going to feel like they could have just in in after they traded for him, thinking we could have gotten you back anyways for much cheaper? Is that is that what we're going down the road of like reading the tea leaves? That's kind of what it feels like. Is that Golden State was sitting there going, "Hey, we'll be able to get him for cheaper if we just fight this thing." I think that was part of it originally, 
but nobody had done the necessary legwork. Yeah. Was that they thought that they could get some of that those five second round picks back in compensation. Gosh. And so that's what it comes down to. I, I think that was part of it, but I don't think that was the yeah. motivating factor. Yeah. And that's the thing is it's hard to pin down exact what the exact motivating factor is, but even once you do kind of have an idea, it still doesn't add up. Not really. It, there's there's no straight line that you can draw that's like, okay, this yep. makes sense. Yep. Um, yeah, this is a, you know, this text comes in and says, what are the rumblings on why Gary Payton II was not well-liked by Blazer players? I've seen that uh, floating around the social media, but, I mean, look, in in the world of sports, it really does come down to you, especially when you're brand new to a locker room, you're mm-hmm. brand new to a team. You get into people's good graces by your availability, man, and just being there and being around them and, and going through it with them. And uh, Gary Payton the second was was hurt for a lot of the time that he was here. The, a lot of the very short time that he was in Portland, he was hurt. And so I don't know if it was necessarily that he wasn't liked, but maybe there was an inability to make those connections because. He wasn't around as much. When you don't, when you're not on the floor, you're not on the field. Whatever it is, that does play a factor. And another part of this is, Damian Lillard and Nasir Little had the same surgery, mm-hmm. and they were out there. Yep. Peer say pressure. What, say what you want. Peer pressure. And it's not the team. Like the other guys looking at other guys that's had the same surgery yep. and went, "They're out here, dude. Where are you?" Mm. That's it's gonna be impactful. Regardless of what was or wasn't going on in that locker room or how guys thought of him, the availability part of it is going to play a part in, in this. It there's there's no doubt about it. Absolutely. It absolutely is. All right, uh, 503-250-1080. That is the fan text on. Uh, maybe we'll have more on this. No, it's not. Gosh, I did it again. 864-6326. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for buzzing me on that. Mm-hmm. Eight six four six three two six. I got, I had to hit myself with the with the pencil over the knuckles. Yeah, on maybe the, this is one. when we finally got to get you with the taser. There we go. Um, <laughs> that will be good. Well, we got our worst day on the web. Tahoma thirty one. Tahoma thirty one. Danny Dusty on the fan. Time for today's worst day on the web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Man, that sucks. All right, 503-864-6326. That's a fan text line. Uh, This text says, can we replace the worst day on the web with worst day on the air and give it to Dusty for trying to remember the new text number? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we can. Yeah, Which is five zero three eight six four six three two six. That's right. Um, okay, let's get it. Um, mm, 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 the worst day on the web has got to go to Oklahoma State University. Mm. Yeah. Why? Well, yesterday they tweeted at seven thirty a.m. Oklahoma State turf grass has scored another touchdown. This time at State Farm Stadium. In Arizona. Mm. This Sunday, Super Bowl 57 will be played on Tahoma 31 Bermuda grass, a turf variety developed by OSU researchers. Now, this is OSU, Oklahoma State. Want to remind all the beeves out there when you hear OSU, 
is Oklahoma State here. And they had a link to an article about uh, a press release about Tahoma 31, which I have learned a lot about Tahoma 31 recently. And uh, it is the grass that is being widely criticized for Super Bowl 57. It had the worst performance of the day, in my opinion, uh, well, was, was the turf. Because it was uh, shaky at the in the first half. We saw uh, Jalen Hurts, among many other Eagles players, were changing their cleats midway through the first half because they were slipping and sliding all over the place. He, he damn near got uh, the kicker broke his ankle. Uh, what's his what's his butt? Jake, whatever it is. What's his name? What's the kicker for the Eagles name? Jake. Uh, the one that slipped on the kickoff. Yeah, that's his name. Jake, the one uh, that's Elliot. Jake Elliott. That's it. Um, he slipped and almost rolled his ankle on his plant leg um, on a kickoff. You had everybody, whether it was celebrations for touchdowns or normal cuts and breaks of a football game. Going everywhere. The turf was bad. Uh, Jordan Mailata really said it was like playing on a water park. Not and at, on. It was noticeable throughout the entire uh, football game. So... When you go ahead and you toot your own horn, toot toot, about how victory uh, lapping a little too early, your Tahoma thirty-one grass is going to be played on in the Super Bowl. Uh, people had thoughts about it, mm. and the the results were quite ugly for Oklahoma State University. Um, you had responses like, "Ooh, hold on one second. Really crappy product for football, getting destroyed on a worldwide broadcast." <laughs> Burn the research and the rest of the seeds was another reply. <laughs> uh, I like Laura. She just came in hot with, your grass sucks, in a reply to the tweet at Oklahoma State. Uh, and then Ryan, he just went over the top. He saw Laura, and he went, no, your researchers suck. So that's good. I will give them credit for using the proper spelling of your uh, when when doing that to a research university, you want to make sure that you don't look like an idiot with using the incorrect version of your. So I'll give them credit credit for that. Um, a lot of people just saying, literally, your field is the worst. Um, go back to the drawing board. Revo- reviews aren't too great so far for it. And your turf sucks. Keep it in Oklahoma. <laughs> Among the thousands of replies Oklahoma State got. It seems like the kind of turf that it was uh, mixed with some bluegrass, Kentucky bluegrass, and maybe you could get stoned out uh, on it afterwards. <laughs> no, Carl Spackler has way higher standards than that. Than that? Than that. Yeah, there's yeah. no way. No? Okay. There is no way Carl Spackler would let that happen. And again, I, I, I've said turf. it like four times now. It looked like there was a sheen to it. There was a sheen to the field. It looked like it was watered in Crisco. I thought it looked great. It looked great on TV. It did. Yeah. But there, there, tell me there wasn't like a glow to it. So I have uh, I thought a lot about this, and so I was reading up, up on it. You know, the Eagles home stadium has this grass installed. Same. same Tahoma 31. Wow. So maybe they so just screwed something up in the blend, man. The, uh, the well, uh, what is it? Gia Stadium Arrowhead. Um, they have a variation of Tahoma 31 because of the weather. They, well, no, it's just because like they have like it's Tahoma 31 apparently is the main seed. It's supposed to be able to go, grow in shade in wet climates, cold climates, through droughts. It's supposed to be very tough and resistant mm. and thick. Um, so that's why they they want it for whatever reason. It didn't just it just didn't hold. 
when they it was, grew it, it didn't in, look in Arizona. Thick. Yeah. Because apparently they've been growing this for 18 months. Which in, is insane in to think about. So it means it's cycled through. Yeah. It's gone through, what, three seasons of full change. And I don't know why, I have no idea why the field was as bad as it was, but it was gnarly last night. And when they brought out the stage for the halftime show, I just was shaking my head because like they, they're destroying the field right now. A field that already is having it's issues. awful. And they, you saw the people out there, they were replacing divots from where the stage was before the second half started. So, uh, worst day on the web, Oklahoma State University in your Tahoma 31 grass. Congratulations. Not all you, not the school that's leaving the Big 12, you grew crappy grass. That's right. Womp, 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 womp. That is right. All right, uh, 503-864-6326. Let's uh, get back to hey, there the we Super go. Bowl. <laughs> you know what? I'm going <laughs> to stab you in the neck with my pencil, Rust. <laughs> We'll do with you every time you get the stand at the wrong number. Yeah, that's right. Uh, well, when I went to Catholic school in third grade, the teacher would throw pencils at us. <laughs> we were acting up. Oh, I had that a, up. In high school, I fell, kept falling asleep in health class, and uh, the teacher, who was one of the baseball coaches, threw a stapler. Oh. Yeah, that was fun. If you can dodge a stapler, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> right? Yikes. It's aggressive. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, look at you. You turned out fine-ish. Uh, all right. Back to the Super Bowl 57. Danny Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. Five oh three eight six four six three two six. The Fan text. You record scratched on that one, but good job. Well, trained say 503-250-1080, which is not it anymore. It's different. Um, how? What do we think of uh, the halftime show? R- Rihanna, now that I know her name is properly said, pronounced Rihanna. Mm. Because it was a little bit uh, confusing at the very beginning of it. Um, uh, we were all trying to figure out why, one, she wasn't dancing that much. Uh, nobody wanted to say. There was one guy at our party who dropped the, is she pregnant? Because, like, she was very still. She wasn't doing any, like, big dance moves mm-hmm. or anything. And he's like, she looks pregnant. And Did every woman in the room look at him with absolute terror and disgust? Well, they, they said, well, she she had a baby not that long ago. And he's like, well, geez, sorry. You know, ooh, back off me. Um, but I had no idea. I, I mean, I here is my reason. I thought that she was... Um, not going all out on the dance moves because she was actually singing instead of lip lip syncing, which that would make sense. Um, Except then you heard the music keep going and the and the mic at her side. Yep, yep. <laughs> well, I mean, there was that one point where there was one thing, and I was like, "Yeah, she's not doing that." So I really couldn't figure it out. And then afterwards, it turns out she was pregnant. Ah, but I loved her halftime show. I thought it was fantastic. I, I did too. I thought that she put on a great show. Um, you were reminded of just about how many hits she has. Yeah. Uh, she did it all by herself. No features. I was surprised. No features. All, only her. That's, I, it's impressive that she was able to carry an entire show, just her. Yeah, I thought maybe she'd bring in Jay-Z. I didn't think she'd be bringing uh, Kanye's crazy ass. Uh, but I was. She did play the Kanye joints, though. He was at her. He was at. He was getting married this weekend. Kanye's getting married again. What? Yeah, 
Somebody oh. said that at the Super Bowl party I was at. I have no idea if that's true or not. So you might want to double check that one. Um, but I didn't know if Jay-Z was going to be it. Maybe I thought Aesop Rocky, her um, her partner, her significant other, I thought maybe you'd bring him out so you get the double dip on your uh, on what you're doing as far as exposure goes for the family. The she family did business. do that with the makeup. Did you see her do the quick pause and fix her makeup during the show? No. Yeah, it was, she's got her own brand. Oh, yeah, I, I heard that she's... So that was her first live performance in seven years. And Good God, she hasn't toured? Yeah. Wow. And, and so that, to me, was... I think she was saying, no, I'm back. My career's back. I'm going to I'm gonna do this on my own and by myself. I don't need anybody else. And when you do the little medleys like that, um, I thought it was fantastic how right when Kanye or Jay-Z's lines were up, you're transitioning to the next song. And she went through, I don't even know how many songs she went through. I, I think I heard somebody say 12. Was it 12 songs that she got through? And just those little clip it, snippets of it? Mm-hmm. Dude, she was just rifling through them, and you forget how many great songs she has. Yes, and we talked about it on, I think it was on Friday. She went through 39 different versions of a set list. Dang. So she put in the work, man. But again, is is I had nothing wrong with the show. I thought it was entertaining. I, I I thought her song selection was great. I thought she was fine. I thought the the choreography, everything was cool. Nothing was living up to last year. Nothing. No, no. There's no. nobody you're putting out there that unless you brought Michael Jackson back from the dead. There you go. That's how you win. Well, I was worried that we were going to have an Owen Hart situation. You know, when you she's lowering down from the oh, rafters, yeah. you sit there and you're like, oh no. What's going to happen here? Luckily, they brought her down safely all the way up. Uh, there was, there was, was one speed scary. wobble. Did you see the one? Yeah. When she went back up? Yeah. I don't. That, no. Nope. Because she was like 50 feet off the ground. And there's no way you can test that until way higher than 50 feet off the ground. She's higher than 50 feet. She's so? co- she come from the rafters of that stadium? Oh, no. I'm talking about the, the wobble that I saw. Oh, I don't know. But she's coming up from the very top of that, yeah. the, the catwalk up there, which is way higher than 50 feet. Yeah. That is terrifying stuff. Yeah, that'll dry out your mouth real quick and make it hard to sing. And then they're like, you know what we're going to do? For safety reasons, we're going to strap you to this uh, glass death trap so when it so does if it fall, breaks you're done you're gonna go down with it no did, matter what did you see the memes of uh Yikes. of donkey kong no somebody overlaid donkey kong mario with some ladders around that's right it. it looked smash bros it not even not even smash bros like original donkey kong good yeah it, it looked pretty on point yeah they did a great job halftime show is officially back last two years have been lights out smash was not a fan of the weekend uh, three years ago. I thought I was okay. I mean, a lot of memes came out of it, but I thought it was okay. He was wandering around a maze. That was just bizarre. The the camera work made you sick. But other than that, I like, I, I like the weekend. So I love weekends too, but that his halftime show was not great. You know, halftime show. Hey man, not great. Big uh, coke wrap. Sometimes needs, sometimes needs a little bit of coke to make it work. Now like what? you have great national anthem. To Chris Stapleton. Oh, Stapleton crushed it. I uh, that that is one of the best. I think you're talking like Whitney Houston, Stapleton, Marvin Gaye. I mean, you have got that is up there with one of the best national anthems, and I think it blew people away because I, I don't think a lot of people have seen Chris Stapleton. You may have heard Tennessee Whiskey, but if you are um, 
somebody who's never seen him before, I think maybe it was a little bit jarring for for that as well. Yeah, no, that's what was the the, the really fun and interesting part of of when you know of of a musician isn't as well known, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh no, you're going to be in for something special here. Like I I knew Stapleton was going to. We talked about it on Friday. The whole idea of like he's going to hit the over on the on the anthem. Like he's, mm-hmm. he, it's long, it's drawn out, soulful. We had uh, uh, Horvat on, on on Thursday. He was like, oh, yeah, smash the over on, on, on Stapleton on this, but you'll love it. And, and he, he absolutely crushed it. You got every bit of the heart, so soul, country, bluesy voice that he has that's just so unique. 503-864-6326. Hey, coming up next hour, we will have uh, tickets that we are giving away to Disturbed and Breaking Benjamin next hour uh, at the RV In Style Resorts Amphitheater uh, in July. Next hour, we will have a cue to call for those tickets. Uh, so make sure you're listening tight to the 2 o'clock hour. This is Danny and Dusty on The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.